0: oh it's Sandy's podcast a podcasting podcast episode 21
1: 6 pm where are you Guys,
0: can you please come and brush your teeth?
1: (laughs) No, Tata! We will not! Okay, okay, okay! Nope! Sorry! Sorry! Uh, guys,
0: Guys, why do I have to ask you five times to come and brush your teeth? No! This is crazy. There's got to be an easier way. Ah! Whoa. (laughs)
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 10.30 p.m.
0: Welcome to the show. Day, what is it? 55 million of pandemic lockdown. We're doing all right. I hope you're doing all right. We're holding it together pretty well. We're lucky you know we're able to work from home online still pay all the bills and uh, educate the kids i'm hitting the store once every uh, two weeks or so for a big shop and we have a lot of uh, great nature trails that are pretty close and not too packed with people so we're getting out for a couple of hours each day we've even been uh Going off trail, wading down the uh, northwest branch of the Anacostia River. We found some uh, really cool uh, little private and secret riverbank beaches that me and the kids have made our own and uh, covered them with little Andy Goldsworthy style nature sculptures out of driftwood and uh, the sparkly shale stone uh, that's uh, everywhere around here. Kind of, there's a lot of mica deposits, uh, particularly on that stretch of the uh, branch of the river. Which is why, you know, this area is called Silver Spring. Because of the mica deposits in the local streams and creeks. We are part of the DC urban sprawl, nine miles from the White House. But we're just over the border in Maryland. And it's nice. It's full of uh, green space. Uh, we've got Rock Creek Park and Sligo Creek and the uh, northwest branch of the Anacostia, like I was just saying. So we're doing all right. I get the kids uh, reading and writing every day and Sierra has daily Zoom classes with uh, basic math assignments. Blaze gets to uh, also have Zoom meetings with his pre-K group and gets to see his friends and sing a couple of songs with them and has a story read to him three times a week. Yeah, I think I think we're doing well. I mean, it's obviously weird and stressful and uh the uncertainty and the fear of the illness does uh, get all of us down from time to time. But making sure to uh, cut each other some slack whenever we need it and uh, spoil ourselves a little bit now and again. Treats and movies and uh, booze. (laughs) My buddy Doug, who's uh, one of the uh, top bartenders in D.C., he works uh, out of uh, Morris American Bar. And they change the laws down in D.C. so they can uh, deliver alcohol to people. And uh, he dropped us off some amazing cocktails the other day. You know what, I'll put a link to them in the transcript. So if you're in the district, you can uh, give them a call and spoil yourselves. What else is going on? Oh, I guested on another show uh, a week or so ago. Had a good laugh with uh, Joe at the Potentium podcast. He really cracks me up with his uh, takedown of this other podcast that's basically become a mouthpiece for uh, QAnon conspiracy stuff. I'll put a link in the transcript uh, if you want to check that out so oh yeah i uh i got a a voicemail from um bernie sanders like the man himself i the, the call popped up you know from bernie's campaign and i thought it was just another call for donations or to uh join for an online town hall or something no it turned out it was actually from from bernie it's pretty incredible Um, Yeah, he's just calling to uh, try and get me behind Biden Because he's heard I've been having some problems uh, with that You know, I'm really worried that the DNC is making the same mistakes it made in 2016 You know, forcing through an unpopular corporate uh, puppet Democrat To run uh, toothlessly against a fascist populist And we know how that goes in the swing states So yeah, I'm still thinking about it actually You know, I'm still chewing it over I'll play it for you later, you can have a listen. So what else? As you just heard, the kids are occasionally, even though we're doing well, they do get a little stir-crazy from time to time, particularly in that mad hour before bed, and I'm kind of getting a little bit annoyed, as you heard, with being the toothbrush monitor. So I'm really glad to have found the podcast that I'm reviewing today. (music) It's review time. <laughs> Podcasts being produced in the world right now there are podcasts on every aspect of human interest and endeavor so of course there's a podcast to help me get my kids brushing their teeth and it's called chompers and it's the brainchild of rachel ward a radio producer out of new york city who now makes podcasts for gimlet media so it's a three to four minute show that comes out twice a day, morning and night. And it provides a soundtrack of jokes, music, and educational facts on a weekly theme that is interspaced with uh, calmly paced brushing instructions every 30 or 40 seconds. Um, You know, like switch your brushing to the other side of the top of the mouth, and don't forget your molars. Sounds like this. Uh,
1: Eli also wrote about you, and this poem has a fun twist at the end. I have teeth, they always shine. I'm so glad that they are mine because I use them all the time and they guard my tongue from crime. (laughs) Switch your brushing to the other side of the bottom of your mouth and brushing little circles around each tooth.
0: So my kids are five and seven and we're liking the show. And I'm loving it because it's taking the heat off me having to hover over them. Although, I, you know, I just discovered the other day, um, it does sometimes get too interesting or funny that they just stop brushing. And, you know, they're just stunned into just listening. So it's not exactly perfect, but it does get them into the bathroom because they don't want to miss the show. So some weeks I'm finding they love it and some weeks um, it comes off as too educational and they feel cheated, uh, like I've uh, managed to trick them into extra school. So we just had a science week and uh, we only got through till Wednesday before they made me go back and play old episodes from stand up week, which they just found hilarious and really wanted to experience again. Here's the kids review. Do you like the Chompers podcast? I like some episodes. Some are not my thing. And oh yeah, what do you? What, what episodes do you like? I liked um, Stand Up Week a lot because yeah. it, they had really funny jokes and fun like that. But then the other weeks are just some, not of, the my themes, thing. some yeah, of the themes. Some of the themes, like here. you like some of Science Week. I like Week. some. Uh, some of it, but, but some of it was a little heavy, yeah. right? What about Poetry Week? Are you liking Poetry no, Week? No, I hate it. They have. Um, they have poems, and it's
1: not really making brushing my teeth fun. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: blazy, what do you think about Jumpers? Yeah.
1: I love Poetry
0: Week. You love Poetry Week? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs>
1: really? And you like
0: stand-up. You, st- you love stand-up week, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I love that, too. Yeah,
0: that was a really good week, wasn't it? I don't really like What did I you, th- really th- like did you think of Science me. Week? Oh, yeah, just kind of like... Tells you about not really. I don't really like that. It tells
1: me some things that I already know.
0: Really? What did it tell you that you already
1: knew? Yeah, I think I just forgot it, but it did tell me something. I mean, it, it
0: was good. It taught you like what biology is and what physics is, and gave you some basic scientific <laughs> definitions. Hey, you think, but you already knew that stuff. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we already know stuff. It was a bit too much. Yeah. Do you think it's making it? Do you think it's making it easier on, on me though? I think it's good because <laughs> Mummy and Daddy don't have to chase you around the house. We just say Chompers is dying, and you guys, run, <laughs> you guys run. You guys run straight into the that. bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bye, bye. Ah. bye the good thing is that the show has been going on for a couple of years now. So you can go way back into the archive and find yourselves a weekly subject that the kids want to listen to or that you think is particularly, you know, relevant to something they're trying to learn. At the moment, Mike, have you heard, my kids just want the joke, the jokey, silly episodes. And, you know, I'm totally fine with that because, you know, they are brushing and listening to the show instead of running around the house in a pre-bed energy explosion. So, Chompers, it gets five stars, two thumbs up, and uh, some laughing gas. <laughs> and a dentist six drink minimum. Discount for military personnel who can prove they've pissed on a dead Iraqi. What do you get if you cross a Jamaican psychotherapist and an English mathematician? Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Okay, okay. Thanks. I'll have a brandy Alexander. Thanks, Brandy Alexander. No, just, just one.
1: Six trick minimum.
0: What do you get? Oh. What do you get if you cross an FBI agent from Albany and a daughter of the American Revolution? Anne Coulter. Anne Coulter? Huh. Okay. So, what do you get if you cross Malcolm Gladwell and Anne Coulter? I don't know. This. F- fucking government won't approve my permits and if I attempt to lure the pair of them to a breeding room in like the Marriott at Hilton Head or somewhere I've been told I'll be charged with stalking abduction and miscegenation which is apparently still on the books in a lot of the southern states mm, yes. it's bullshit man this country is supposed to be landed the free but I've got news for you it isn't Not if you're interested in science anyway, and pursuing science down all its sticky twists and turns. So we can only speculate what crossing Malcolm Gladwell and Ann Coulter would reproduce. Probably look like some kind of weird skeleton with an afro. It was very good at macroeconomics, (laughs) uh, but a little bit racist. Yeah, you can laugh, but, you know, that's not going to win me the Nobel Prize, is it? (laughs) Plutocracy Hotline, this is Brad speaking. How can I help you? Ma, oh ma, We've, we've told them we can't afford universal healthcare. But we've just bailed out the rich with the third trillion dollar relief package in twelve years. And the nurses are dying. We still don't have proper testing or protective equipment. They're gonna put our heads on spikes. Calm down, senator. Pelosi and the mercers will help force the poor back to work, and the stock market is already rebounding. They won't blame the system. They see food banks in the richest country on earth and say, hey. That's what socialism looks like without any irony. They're just called to the capitalist furnace. Go help Biden kill the Me Too movement. You know that'll cheer you up. Yes, it's number one, it's top of the pops.
1: I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Okay. Hydroxy. Hydroxychloroquid. Yeah, the doctors don't know. But New York was killing me. I'm not a doctor. Bunch of doctors come around, they don't know that New York is killing me. Hydroxy. Hydroxychloroquid. Hydroxy, yeah, well, I need to go
0: home and take a slow down in Jackson, Tennessee. I'm not a doctor. Let me tell you, city living ain't all.
1: Home. It is cracked up to be. So, supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light, and then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or. Uh, in some other way. I'm not a doctor. Hydroxy, hydroxychloroquine. Right, and then I see the disinfectant It knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that? Uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning, because you see it gets on the lungs and it... Or I'm
0: not a doctor. Andy's
1: phone. Leave a message. Comrade Andy, like a lot of people, I hear you're having trouble getting behind Joe Biden and you are said I've suspended my campaign to be the Democratic nominee in November. Look, I had to suspend my campaign because the DNC, controlled by the evil trade federation, was going to keep forcing people to go in person to polls during a pandemic that is killing thousands of Americans every day. And also, ours was the only campaign filling baseball stadiums and doing actual door-to-door in-person outreach in Latino communities. In spite of how CNN and MSNBC and, well, Pretty much everyone portrayed me as Joseph Stalin. I will not have blood on my hands, especially as they were just going to rat-fuck me out of the nomination at the convention anyway. As to Joe Biden, let me tell you, Andy, I've known Joe Biden for over 40 years, and he will always send me the most kind and thoughtful gifts on Holocaust Memorial Day. A cuckoo clock. A coupon for a Segway tour of Monticello. A jar of pickles one time. Look, when I first came to the Senate, he was the only senator willing to show me where the Jewish bathroom was. And more than that, it was lunch, and I was eating a Hebrew national hot dog and reading a copy of the Constitution with my other hand. And he came into the Jewish bathroom of the Senate with me, all the way down the stairs behind the scary black marble statue of Abe Lincoln, freeing hundreds of black slaves like vampire bats from his demonic cloak. And he held my penis while I continued to enjoy my Hebrew national hot dog and read the fortifying words of our slave-owning founding fathers. And let me tell you, it's no easy thing to hold another man's penis while he expels the liquid waste from his bladder while eating a hot dog. But Joe was an experienced and steady hand. He even managed a little shake without getting a drop of piss on any of our foreshoes or the dresses of our interns. In fact, his eagerness to help me in the Jewish bathroom during my freshman year in the Senate made me think he might be a closeted homosexual, maybe even so far in the closet that he'd broken through to Narnia and was rimming Mr. Tumnus. But then, as I watched him over the years, inappropriately touching women and girls over and over and even sniffing them at times like a hungry witch that lives in a house made of candy, I realized that it is just his way. It's just Joe. It's just what he does. And as my time in the Jewish bathroom of the Senate proves, he's an equal opportunity groper. So when you vote for him in November, and the rich people and the evil trade federation give you no choice, you should know that not only will you be voting for the lesser of two evils, but the lesser of two rapists. And I know you're sad, but I really want you to know this. Joe's heart... Whatever the evidence of your own eyes and what has been documented in the transcripts of history, Joe's heart is golden and true. It's his brain we have to worry about. It's as holy as Swiss cheese and only concerned with protecting the interests of the medical insurance lobby. But there's nothing unusual about that. Both parties in our United States of money are only concerned with protecting the financial interests of the medical insurance lobby. So, come November, Be sure to do the right thing, and vote blue, no matter who. And I'll see you, Comrade Andy, at the barricades.
0: Wow. Well, what can I say? I guess I've been told. Still not sure uh, what I'm actually going to do. I mean, it all feels like it's far from settled, actually. I mean, it's kind of uh, unprecedented in many ways on top of the uh, pandemic and the economy tanking. I think the problem I have with the uh, vote blue no matter who slogan is that it sounds a little bit like what the pigs did at the end of Animal Farm, how they just changed all the commandments of fairness and justice into one sick self-serving slogan that just entrenches the status quo. Or the evil trade federation, as uh, Bernie just put it. Yeah, he went a bit Star Wars there, didn't he? I like it. May the 4th be with you. Or uh, happy May the Sith. Or whatever you're doing. <laughs> and yeah, you know, it's, it might be a good way to see it. With uh, Biden and the corporate Democrats being one side of the uh, Clone Wars in an ultimately stage-managed phony war uh, between red-flavoured lobbyist White House or blue-flavoured lobbyist White House, both sides actually united in stiffing the people. I mean, can you even claim to be for the resistance if you were the actual ones who built the cages at the border that Trump is using, as you did... uh, to cage kids, but, you know, Trump's admittedly doing it with way more relish and zeal. Are you the resistance if you designed and enacted the criminal justice bill that ripped black communities apart uh, under the uh, Clinton administration? The very legislation that uh, Hillary defended with her super-predators comment Uh, that she never really managed to uh, overcome in uh, the 2016 election. And are you really the resistance if you're now using GOP talking points and tactics to kill the Me Too movement? I mean, a movement which was uh, and is at its heart a way to recognise the hideous power and inequality of uh, men and the patriarchy in its uh, systematic treatment, exploitation and silencing of women. Which, you know, come on everybody, we all witness, we all see. And I really thought we'd gone through a moment whereby we were moving forward just to believe women a little bit more, to see the system that we're all kind of trapped in and shift the burden of proof a little bit more equitably. And, you know, once you've seen it, you shouldn't be able to unsee it so easily just because of some political calculation to save the medical insurance lobby and keep the White House in the hands of capitalist extremists. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of madness. And have you, have you actually listened to Biden lately? I mean, it's really kind of scary. I mean, they've got him under wraps, you know, for someone who should be campaigning... He's just not out there. And I know there's a pandemic, but I don't know what the DNC is playing at. I mean, I fully expect him to claim he fixed Flint's water and then and then to take credit for single-handedly fighting off those pesky Indians at Standing Rock. I don't know. Anyway, there's a YouTube video with animation of the Bernie call, if you want to check it out. Um, there's a link in the show notes and on the website and in the transcript, when I get around to doing that. So that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show... Please spread the word. Just tell one person. Why not pick your favourite episode, or show them one of the YouTube clips from the show? And if you want to help out even more, you can buy me a coffee by clicking the link in the show notes and on the webpage. The jazz is from Mario Interzone I don't know who's providing your jazz, but I think you should switch to these cats. I hope you're all healthy and well. really hope you're managing the coronavirus lockdown okay. I hope you're not worrying about bills and food and work. I hope you're managing to get outside somehow in a socially distant kind of way into nature. I really hope you're cutting yourself a lot of slack and you're managing to laugh and share loving moments every day with friends and family, either in your homes or online. Hey, let me know if you found any podcasts you've been enjoying and I'll give them a listen and share them on the show. So until next time. Bye-bye-bye!